Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, let me tell you, in about 10 minutes from now, we are going to break from our normal programming and bring to you the press conference hosted by Utah State epidemiologist Dr. Angela Dunn. There will be others joining her as well, but I uh, each day look so forward to the information, the updates, and more than anything, the explanations and the advice handed down by uh, Dr. Dunn as uh, I and you and you and I together, as we have navigated these new uh, coronavirus waters, exercising our good social distancing and all, uh, there's been a good deal of uncertainty. And I'll tell you what, I find myself at every turn uh, grasping and clinging to uh, anything concrete and objective. And that is what I feel I get from Dr. Angela Dunn each day as she delivers this data. So uh, that's my pitch, and that's my uh, look ahead to what's coming up here in about 10 minutes on these airwaves. In the meantime, though, we're going to have a conversation with Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall. I'm grateful to the mayor for for tuning in, or for dialing in, rather. Uh, And I I thought we'd start this chat with me just asking, uh, Mayor Mendenhall, how are things going in Salt Lake City? Hey, thanks for having me on today. We are doing our best to stay home, stay safe, or keep the social distancing in place. Most businesses are still open, and everybody's hurting. Salt Lake City Economic Development is reaching out to hear from those businesses. We've heard from over 500 right now, and 90% of the businesses in Salt Lake City are small businesses, so 50 or fewer employees. And at this point, I'm, I'm happy to tell you we've deployed a million dollars out to some of those businesses that applied Uh, We created the first emergency relief fund for small businesses in the state. We've even heard that might be true for the country, but we're still working day to day to try to figure out how do we help our families and help our businesses through this tough time. There are some choices that we have to make with our time and our money. If you could, and I'm not asking you to pick winners and losers here, but if you, is there a certain sector of industry that is being hit particularly hard and unfairly by these times? Would you guide folks uh, in, into one direction over the other? Yeah, I think the food and beverage industry in particular was uh, probably the first to be hit the hardest and will probably be the last to come back in full. And so we've been working with uh, Ty Burrell, who you might know from Modern Family. He and his wife, Holly, sure, sure. are co-owners. Yeah, uh, uh, we, I can't get enough Modern Family at this point in life. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> welcome respite at night. Um, but they are also Salt Lakers, and they are co-owners of a couple bars in the city. They put together a fund of $100,000. They came to the city and said, we want to be able to get this money and raise more money get it into the hands of food and beverage employees because, you know, the the SBA loans and the city's loans are helping the businesses themselves. 
We've now raised, uh, I think to date, it's $500,000 from local entities and individual donors who want to help us be able to get that money into families' hands. There's 15,000 people, 15,000 employees, I should say, employed just in Salt Lake City proper by food and beverage industry. So we want to help them be able to make their rent, their mortgage payments, put food on the table. And uh, so that's a, that's one of the industries, I think, that is one of the hardest hit. And it's also one of the hardest to navigate the um, the alternative payment processes. You know, how do you get a paycheck when you're not getting your paycheck when your hourly rate is about $2 an hour? There's some formulas yeah. there, but, you know, history shows it's really difficult for those um, tip-based employees to receive unemployment dollars. Let me ask you this. We, uh, over the past couple of days, and uh, I believe that there's going to be a dramatic uptick in this uh, over the next few days, and that is uh, folks finding in their checking accounts uh, or their savings accounts, wherever they instructed the uh, IRS to deliver uh, direct deposits of tax refunds, uh, folks are going to be getting their hands on this uh, stimulus money. Uh, many have already. I, I've tried to ask this question to as many people as I can just to get a, a well-rounded kind of understanding of where we can be of best use. Let's, let's hypothetically say that there is an individual who has maintained their employment. They are still collecting a paycheck. Uh, they are either essential or have found other ways to, to maintain uh, their work situation. And they are still on the receiving end of, say, $1,200 uh, per person. That's a essentially newly found disposable income. How can that individual... How can that individual best put that money to use, not simply for themselves, but for uh, the, the economy of Salt Lake City? Uh, that's a great question. I think if that person wanted to spend them, those dollars, we would tell them, even outside of a pandemic or a crisis situation, that when you spend a dollar on a local business, more of that dollar stays in our local economy than if you spend it at a chain you know, or a national or international-based business. So focusing on local businesses, there's Local First Utah Nonprofit, which, of course, is a great resource to find out which businesses are locally owned. Um, but spending those dollars locally is helping our local economy, helping people stay, keep their employment and keeps those dollars in-house. I will also put on the table that if they could go so far as to just donate those outright, the organizations that we rely on, that parts of our community for sure rely on on a day-to-day -day basis are especially strapped during these times. The Utah Food Bank being one of those. Um, Salt Lake City School District is uh, feeding families and any child age 0 to 18, whether or not they're a student of the school district, they're putting uh, food out there for families and kids uh, Monday through Friday. So you can go to their website. If you need food, please go there. If you're in Salt Lake City, you can find out where and how to pick that up. But the school district and the school's foundation could use your financial support at this point also. And if you're home, I just have to make this plug, and you're able to make masks or donate masks, Salt Lake City needs those masks for our frontline employees. I'd love to be able to get two masks into the hands of our frontline workers who interface with the public occasionally or ongoing, one they can launder and one they can wear, and then give our uh, first responders additional masks so when they interface with people who are part of the vulnerable population in our community, they can give them masks as well. So we're accepting those donations at all 13 of Salt Lake City's fire stations. There's a bin outside, and you don't have to interface with anyone. We'd really appreciate that support. Very good. Uh, I have just a, a minute left with you, Mayor Mendenhall, and I want to ask you a, a personal question. The last time you and I spoke a few months ago, you were a, a candidate, and uh, I 
uh, I have to ask you, you, there is no way to have uh, been able to predict uh, the, the predicament in which uh, we find ourselves today, and you in particular uh, as the mayor of this city. H- how are you holding up? <laughs> Thanks for asking, Lee. Yesterday was my 100-day mark, which is, you know, mayors kind of measure that day, and then we don't measure another one for the rest of our tenure. It's been uh, an mm. unexpected trip so far, but this is what I signed up to do, which is whatever comes at the city, I'm going to do my best to make the best of it for our people, uh, to be innovative and dynamic with the resources in the community we have. So Salt Lake City as a corporation is still running. We're open for business. We're issuing business licenses. We're doing building permits, getting them out there. We're picking up the trash, um, keeping the streets clean. And I'm I'm working with a reduced budget at this time also, which we didn't expect about five weeks ago. I'm happy to say that at this point we're not looking at laying off or furloughing any of our employees. Um, but, you know, we're dealing with this on a day-to-day basis. And kind of like the, the hypothetical person you proposed who may get a check uh, and may not absolutely need it at this point in time, we are not counting our chickens before they hatch. We're going to make a conservative sure decisions with our budget in the next month, which is when I uh, finalize and present that budget to the council. So we're, we're doing our best to keep our people safe, both our employees and our public. And I know we'll get through this as a city. So I'm, I'm hopeful even while we're dealing with some very hard and tragic things in our community. Very good. Uh, Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall, grateful to you for your time and your leadership and the work you're doing to keep the city healthy. Uh, we've got to take a break right now. I apologize to the, the news folks for being late to this. Uh, we're going to take a break now, and when we come back, we'll be joining uh, state epidemiologist Dr. Angela Dunn for her daily press conference, get an update on the numbers and the situation here in Utah as we continue to com- combat the coronavirus. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.